welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 15, when you just don't feel like it. Welcome, welcome everyone. I am excited to connect with you today for our podcast. Okay, when you just don't feel like it, everyone has those days. You may lack the energy, motivation, interest, or desire to carry on. Honestly, these episodes often coincide with what's going on with me or what I'm working through. I had a tough weekend, I'll admit. Just minutes before we were to leave for the airport to get my daughter to her gymnastics meet in another state, I was bent over in the bathroom, unable to keep anything, including water, down. It was not pretty. I had been struck with a brutal case of food poisoning, and even though my bags were packed, my two daughters were ready and excited to catch the shuttle to the airport. I could not do it. I felt horrible as I planned a fun getaway with my daughters to support and watch her meet, but instead I was in tears, hunched over and heaving. I told my daughter to just go tell dad I just couldn't do it. There was no way I could make my way through the airport with the two girls, our bags, and barf bags in tow. Matt was able to cancel our flight and rearrange his schedule and book one for him and my daughter the following morning and get her to the meet in the nick of time. Meanwhile, I spent the next three days in bed. My body was screaming, take care of me. I was exhausted. I slept. I didn't eat anything for two days. Couldn't keep anything down. I recovered from that incident and got some much needed rest and unplugging. But I got hit again this week when I just couldn't muster the strength, motivation, or energy. I don't know if it was a repercussion of what my body was experiencing over the weekend or feeling tired from my early morning workouts or a couple of really difficult personal experiences that affected me emotionally the last few days. Nonetheless, I had another day where I just didn't feel like it, couldn't muster the motivation. You know, the days when you don't feel like getting out of bed or being able to carry on. This really is quite perfectly normal to feel this way occasionally. It may be that you are under some extra stress in your life and these feelings are temporary and that you just need to stop and take a step back, take a break and let your body and mind rest. It might be that you're overloaded and need some extra help and support for the commitments and demands of life. But if it goes on for a long period of time or you feel like you're in losing interest in things that you typically enjoy, these may be signs that something more serious is going on. and You may want to seek some help. Depression is real and so simply being aware and curious and seeking help is vital. But often these feelings are normal and temporary and may be triggered by just some stress and your busy lifestyle. So today I wanted to just share seven tips and tools that I found helpful when you just aren't feeling it. Okay, first, take a break. Sometimes your mind and body is simply asking for a break. I wondered after getting so sick and then spending a few days in bed and resting, if that was just what my body was crying out for, saying, I need a break. If you've been pushing yourself to the limit, be sure to listen to this before you reach the point of burnout. Self-compassion and grace really is the key. 
I think it's good to acknowledge all the time, effort, and work that you're putting into your own endeavors, but then give yourself permission to take some downtime. Last fall, I was feeling pushed to the limit. I felt it in my body, but more importantly, in my spirit. I ended up taking several weeks and going away to relax and unwind. Part of that time was spent in a beautiful place with my family. Part was spent with my daughters and other women. The last week of that reprieve, I ended up driving across the country from upstate New York to Utah. I always said that I wanted to drive across the country, but now I was forced to. Because of the COVID restrictions, I was unable to get my little daughter on the plane, so we drove. It was in October, the fall. It was a beautiful time of year. I paced myself and listened to music, inspirational talks, podcasts, spent quiet time, and honestly, it was just feeling my cup. It was filling to my soul. Before we started the adventure, my body was crying out for it, but so was my spirit. I knew that I needed to do something, and I came back a whole new woman. But I realized that I need to figure out my lifestyle so that I don't push and push and then crash. It's important to retreat and rejuvenate along the way. I'm trying to design my lifestyle so that I get that downtime and rejuvenation on a regular basis to avoid burnout. I came across a quote this week that I love. Burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. Sam King. I love that. Burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. We are human. We need to slow down and take care of ourselves and have compassion. Um, we're not robots doing the same thing day in and day out. Some things that are helpful are to just take a nap, curl up in your favorite soft blanket, listen to music, or do whatever you need to do to relax. Okay, the second tip, get outside. Simply getting out side and getting some physical out activity, even if it's just a 10 minute walk around the block can help reset your mood. It can be tricky if you live somewhere cold and it's winter time. There really is such thing as seasonal depression that affects people's moods. But if you can get out and take some deep breaths, move your body and let the sun sink in, if it's out there. I don't know, it's been awfully gray in my neck of the woods outside. But oh, when that sun shines, it sure feeds my soul. Three, journal to work through your emotions. Exploring your emotional state may shed some light on why you just don't like doing something. Having been trained as an emotional release facilitator, I like to scan a list of emotions to see if any of them may be triggering for me. Here's a list that I run through. Am I feeling any fear, frustration, overwhelm, confusion, envy, jealousy, Sadness, despair, judgment, guilt, shame, anger, etc. Then simply writing out why you may be feeling any particular emotion. There is something powerful that happens when we put pen to paper and let it flow, even if it doesn't make a ton of sense. You may even try to follow up by connecting your emotions to specific causes. Asking yourself questions. Why am I feeling this way? We can look at the circumstance and then the thoughts we are thinking about them. What are the words we are speaking out loud or to ourselves in the, that situation? What are we making that mean? Then write about it. Just be curious about what comes up. No judgment. Shine a light on it. What can happen is that you increase your awareness of what's going on. 
Are you giving your personal power to others and reacting to circumstances? Remember, those are neutral. They are moments in time. It's the thoughts that we attach to them and the meaning that we give them that brings up the emotions. Get to be really good at monitoring your emotional health and what you need to do to stay on track or get back to a good place. Maybe you're feeling anxious or hopeless about the future and you see that you're checking the news too often. I know I have a struggle with that and I know, oops, I need to step away from the news because it's stirring up the emotions or starting to feel, will life ever get any better? Figuring out what's behind these emotions can help you to either come up with possible solutions or open your mind and heart up to inspiration that may come to you. Number four, meditate. I know you've heard me talk about this before. This can be simply slowing down and taking a few deep breaths. Hmm. It is being in the present moment. We can often feel depressed by looking back to the past with regret or wishing something had been different. If we look forward too far, we may run into anxiety about what may or may not lie ahead. But when we are simply in the present moment, we can find peace. There are guided meditations you can do or simply quiet your mind and connect to your inner self, your inner truth and wisdom. I've been actively practicing meditation now for 16 years. It has opened up a whole new world. Hey, isn't that a song? A whole new world. <laughs> oh, now you see why I don't sing often. Yes, I've watched that show plenty of time. A whole new world. In Romans 12:2, it reads, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. As we look at life differently, live in the present moment, take time to meditate. We fill our mind with the truth about who we are and have always been, and our inner selves become transformed. Our outward actions are an expression of that inner transformation. In my own experience, that transformation comes as I've allowed and continue to allow my Savior Jesus Christ to change my heart. When we seriously take his name upon us, he begins to transform us from the inside out. It doesn't happen overnight and may seem very slow at times, but he has given us permission to leave our past behind and move forward with faith. I really love this poem I came across by Helen Malicote. Here it is. I was regretting the past, fearing the future. Suddenly, my Lord was speaking. My name is I am, he paused. I waited, he continued. When you live in the past with its mistakes and regrets, it is hard. I am not there. My name is not I was. When you live in the future with its problems and fears, it is hard. I am not there. My name is not I will be. When you live in this moment, it is not hard. I am here. My name is I am. Love that. Okay, number five, reach out to a friend or someone to talk to. When you're feeling in a funk, simply reaching out to another person to talk can really help. It can be a great way to break out of a downward spiral or an uninspired mindset. Think about it. Who would be a good resource for you to connect with in moments like these? I remember when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. After the initial shock, I started researching the steps I needed to take. 
one of the things I read was to gather a support network around myself. So I did just that. Three of my very close friends for many years, a couple were all the way back to my college days. They were also my neighbors. They'd all gone through breast cancer within one to two years before I was diagnosed. I reached out to them. We gathered. They were a resource and a strength. And we began doing quarterly luncheons to connect and talk and bond through our shared experiences. Who can you talk to who may understand what you're feeling or going through? You might be looking for someone who can lend a listening ear, or perhaps there's someone that can help inspire you to get moving or create a different outlook. If you're just not in the mood to hang out with a friend or, in, or if that friend is not available, perhaps just getting out the door in the presence of other people can be helpful. Be careful not to isolate yourself for too long. This can definitely be a sign of someone who is not doing well. We need people. We need connection and the energy and synergy that comes from one another. All right, number six, listen or play some music. Music has the way to fill our hearts. I know that when I just wasn't feeling it the other day, I went to the piano. I love to play the piano, but I have to admit, I haven't spent much time playing lately. So I went through our music and we have a lot and I pulled out a few pieces that I wanted to work on. I'm working on a piece from Phantom of the Opera and it is so beautiful and I'm excited to spend some time learning it. As I started playing it, it soothed my soul. Whether you're playing an instrument or listening to music, it can help fill the silence or fill our hearts you don't feel like doing much. Music has the power to soothe, energize, or excite you depending on the music. Music has many other benefits, including improved benefits to your brain, attention, and memory. All right, number seven, plan something. I love this idea. Do you know the power of anticipation? It can often energize and motivate us to get through tough times. We all could use something to look forward to in life. By creating something positive to look forward to in the future, we can build up the discipline and motivation to get through something tough. <clears throat> Research says that by mentally visualizing things that you want to do, this will increase your motivation, expected pleasure, and anticipated reward of those planned activities. Do some planning, maybe it's a trip, or some other activity that you can look forward to and get excited about. Simply thinking about a future project or goal can stir up the emotions and feelings of anticipation. Remember, it's always those feelings that drive our action. So if we know how to use the power of anticipation to generate those feelings, we can actually create the energy to get moving in our lives towards the direction of a desired goal or outcome. I honestly could go on and on with suggestions of what we can do, but I am trying to fit this into a time frame. So most importantly, treat yourself kindly. You are human and self-compassion involves not only being kind to yourself, but understanding that being a human is messy. We have emotions, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We want to experience all of it, the whole human experience. So showing yourself consideration and compassion is very important for your own mental health. When we feel bad for feeling bad, that, um, that only adds fuel to the fire and increases our pain and discomfort. 
But when we acknowledge that life is 50-50 and that we're going to have some great days and some other not so great days, then we can reduce the negative feelings of stress, depression, anxiety, and distress. We can say, oh yeah, I'm having my human experience of 50-50. Sometimes we need to just sit in our stuff for a bit and that's okay, but just not for too long. We have tools to help and I hope the ones that I've shared here today will help you when you're just not feeling it. Show yourself some love. So if you live in Utah, our Vibrant Living Academy is hosting a self-care, self-love class in person on February 16th with the amazing self-care coach, Marina Valdespino, sharing with us. So reach out to me and I can get you the details and the location. I love the flexibility that we get online, but there's something when we come together in person to me that it's just beautiful and connection happens being there face to face. So have a wonderful week, my friends, and give yourself some grace. Take care of yourself and um, get up for your next day. Take care. Bye-bye.